Actually, if you take a look in that passage, when Joshua encounters the captain of the army or the commander, and he asks him, are you for us or against us? And, and uh, he says, no, and this is in chapter 5, but as, a com- as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And if you read that in a couple other versions, it's almost like, uh, and this is a picture of Jesus, this is Jesus, um, and he's standing there and it's like, I've actually been sent for you. So when you're facing something, Jesus is there with you and he's actually been dispatched for you. He's not ignorant of what you're going through. In fact, he is very aware of what you're going through. Hallelujah. Um, I want to take a couple minutes before I, I share. Um, I had a funny... Th- I asked God for something this morning. And as we were worshiping... Um, I got a picture, and this might sound real silly to you, but I'm going to tell you because God does this to me at times. I got a picture, and God said to me, David, take a cloth and wipe it. Just like that. And the picture he gave me was, there are people here today that you've had words spoken over you that are bouncing around and have deposited into your mind. You don't agree with them. Okay, I'm not saying you're agreeing with them. My wife and I have found out we don't agree with some of the things said over us, but still, you're sitting there. We're sitting in a doctor's office, and they're telling us all these things that can go wrong. (laughs) At one point, the doctor says, this is life or death. And it's like, and you get all these pronouncements, and they have to do that. They have to do their portion as a professional, and they have to let you know the extent of what's going on. But I think there's some of you here, people have sat in front of you, whether it's been a professional, whether it's been a friend, whether it's been a brother, a sister, a mother, or a father, but you've sat face-to-face with people and they have said things over you and you've walked away and you said, I don't agree with it, but still it somehow it seems to smudge inside of you. And God told me, just take a cloth and literally go like this. So is there anybody here that has had words spoken over you, diagnosis, tests. People have said, given you their opinion. God bless them for their opinion. Sometimes keep it to yourself. But nevertheless, they've given you their opinion. And you're going there going, I don't agree with this, but I lay down at night and my mind just goes there. If anybody's here, I want to pray for you right now because I believe God is here to heal you and to take that away and to remove that from you. So I want you to stand up if there's anybody here that needs that. Amen. I'm going to exercise faith. Is there anybody else here?
Ariana, would you stand up as well? You've been communicating with Winona. And you've been on my mind. Is there anybody here? The enemy has given you lies. And you're not agreeing with them, but <laughs> they, they bounce around. I believe God is going to perform something right now. And if you will accept and agree with me in faith, right now I am just taking the cloth that God has given me as pastor, as a priest in this house, and I'm just wiping away those words. I'm wiping them away. I'm wiping away all those thoughts. I'm wiping away those feelings of insignificance. I'm wiping away the diagnosis that the doctor says. I'm wiping away all the evil thoughts. I'm wiping away all the opinions. I'm wiping away all those things that people have said against you that are incorrect, that do not agree with God's design for you. And I'm taking them away, and I'm wiping them away with the power of the Holy Spirit right now. Heavenly Father... I believe you have told me and instructed me to do that. So, Lord, I am expecting clean minds right now. I'm expecting peace. I'm expecting people to have a nap this afternoon that they haven't had in weeks or months. And they will rest I'm speaking health over people that have sat down in doctor's offices and they've said this is what is possible, this it might be. I'm speaking peace and health and I'm speaking against any prognosis, any analysis, diagnosis, thoughts that have been conveyed, tests that have even happened. I'm speaking against them and I'm cursing them in the name of Jesus and saying that you have no right anymore. The children of God belong to their father. And their father does not give those things to his children. I speak that now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I expect good reports. You can Facebook me and let me know. Because I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm taking a step of faith and I'm learning how to do this. And so if I'm accurate and correct, even with one of you, I can't tell you how much better I will feel. <laughs> okay? Come on, we, we live off of that. We live off of encouragement. There's nothing wrong with encouraging. Okay? Um, I also want to thank everybody who has um, helped... Uh, for Pastor Daniel and Pastor Winona, uh, Pastor Brenda and Winona and myself and our families for all the food. Um, you guys have blessed us crazy. I put on weight. Thank you very much. In the last three weeks, I've gotten back onto my bike more than I used to. I'm battling a bulge and it's not in the right. But thank you. Um, you have blessed us. Um, it's awkward to be in a position of need <laughs> when you're always giving it. It's a weird feeling to sit back and to receive it. So thank you.
This week, as I was meditating, the word that came to mind in the territory of love, the phrase that God gave me was, you are created in the image of God. So I've just been thinking about that phrase all week. What does it mean to be created in God's image? What does it mean for us to be created in God's image? Do you know there were six days of creation on the seventh day he rested? And we were, the last thing that was created was man. He created everything else before that. Do you know that we are the only thing created in his image? He created the trees. He created the water, the oceans. He said, let there be a light. He, he created the stars. He, he did all this amazing work. And he looked around and he says, there's nothing in my image. And then he created man. And it says we are created in his image. And I started to think about that with respect to love. What does it mean to be created in His image? It means that we bear a resemblance to the one who created us. It means you and I bear a resemblance to the Creator. When, when God looks at you and me, He sees Him. Think about that. I have four children, two boys and two girls. And it's weird, but there are moments where I can see me in them. There are moments when I see Winona in them. And God gave us this amazing ability to procreate and, and to have children and to see a creative aspect of life. And we have creative abilities we have amazing creative abilities. I mean, this thing here is amazing. Yesterday, I got this Fitbit. There's so much on this little thing here. In fact, I was reading somewhere the amount of technology in phones is greater than the amount of technology they had to put a spaceship, the first spaceship, into orbit. All the computers that they had, now they could put that inside a, a radio, I mean, a phone. Just amazing. So we have a creative aspect, but there's something about life that we have, we have creating and we have the ability to create. And God, in the same way, He created man in His image. You are created in God's image. Look at somebody and say, I'm created in God's image. You could say it again. I'm created in God's image. I actually bear a resemblance to God. Now, I know it's not physical. It's not a physical aspect, but we are created, we are, we are spirit beings. It says God is a spirit. And there's an aspect of our life, of our inner man, that reflects God. So everything I do, when I walk around, 
I am actually walking around, and this is something I tried to think about every day this week as I was meditating on the phrase, I'm created in his image. Everything I did this week, and I'm serious when I say this, I was walking around thinking, I'm in his image. Am I portraying God to people? When they look at me, do they say, you look just like your dad? Or... I'm not going to ask you what else they might say about me. But when, when people look at me, are they seeing my Father? My Heavenly Father? So I want to show you, just, I, I just want to read a few verses to you this morning. I've got a few thoughts, but I'll just read the verses. I, I believe it is important to hear God's Word. I don't want you to hear my ideas. I want you to hear God's word. If there's nothing else that you walk away with, is you walk away with hearing God's words. Because his word is life. His word is truth. His word, this word is a revelation of Jesus Christ. This word is Christ. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And it was talking about Jesus so when we read the scriptures, we're getting a picture of God and a picture of Jesus. And in Genesis 1, it says then in verse 26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image. Let us make man in our image. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. According to our likeness so not only are you created in his image but you have a resemblance of his likeness let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing i gotta show that to my daughters every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. i get called sometimes to kill a spider i gotta read this verse to them he gave you dominion over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth i mean it creeps them out so God, verse 27, God created man in his own image. He could find no better image but his own. There was no better resemblance. There was no better prototype. There was no better model. There was no better plan. There was no better blueprint. There was no better model to do but his own image. You have been created in his image. You have been created. And, and the last time I checked, he's got no flaws. He's got no flaws. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful for that. He doesn't make mistakes. Don't blame it on the devil and don't blame it on God. Just say, I'm going to get better next time. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. I'd like you to turn... To Ezekiel, I mean, not Ezekiel, Ephesians. Close. Man, you're an encourager, I appreciate that. I was playing golf with somebody last week, and, and I like, I like to, to, 
talk smack. I like to, you know, like I like to, when Pastor Daniel and I pray, uh, play, you have, you have to pray for us because, you know, was that a putt or what was that, you know? But I'm by nature, I am an encourager. So can you try to talk smack when you're an encourager? It's hard. You know, the one guy says, well, are you telling me that even though that shot was bad, that it wasn't that bad? And, you know, it's like. So I appreciate your encouragement, John. That's close. Ezekiel, Ephesians. Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. I want you to read, see another verse. Because it's not only recorded in the Old Testament that we created in His image. So we have the first Adam. We know that Adam fell. And when he fell, it says that there was death. God said, when you eat of that fruit, you'll die. Well, he didn't die physically, but there was a spiritual death. And so the whole Old Testament is a picture of redemption. It's a picture of Christ of him coming back and being the perfect sacrifice. And so you see that. And then Jesus comes on the scene in, in the Gospels and he shows four different perspectives, perspectives of him in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you get a picture of Christ and how he saved. And then you find out that he was the perfect sacrifice and he came as man. And it says in one passage, he's the second Adam, he's the last Adam. There is no mother Adams after him. He was the one that fulfilled everything. And so we see... In Ephesians, it says, For we are his workmanship, and it's, and it's talking about, For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast, for we are his workmanship. Do you know that you are God's workmanship? You are his workmanship. He takes pleasure he takes pleasure. When you read the Genesis account, he never said, this is terrible. He says, it's good. It's good. And the only thing that he wasn't happy about was when he saw man by himself. And he says, that's not good. And then he gave man a woman. And I thank God for that. Yes, all the men. That was a good spot to say, man, I'll take care of the kids this weekend, honey. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Do you know God's got a plan already ahead of time for you? You are created in his image. Think about that. What do people see when they look at David Stunenberg? Thank you for being quiet. That was a good place to be silent. <laughs> what do people see when they look at you? Do they see God's image? This challenges me. Do they see God's image? We are his workmanship. God spent time designing and crafting you. He spent time. There's like seven or eight billion of us on the earth. And we're all unique. 
And there's many that have come before us, and there will be some that come beyond us, the Lord willing. But we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. When you rolled off the factory floor, you represented, you were stamped. I'm created by Jesus. No, it's not an assembly line. Can you flip over a few pages to Colossians? I saw Pastor Daniel laughing when I said, when you rolled off the assembly line. I'm like, okay. He's going to look for the stamp. Is it on the bottom of their foot? You know, made in heaven? You know, there's something like that? Yeah. It's on the socks, okay. Hallelujah. Uh, Colossians. Chapter, I, I, I want to read something. Uh, Colossians 3, and then we're going to read something out of Colossians 2. Colossians 3, starting in verse 9. Do not lie to one another. So lying, don't lie to one another because that's the old man and you've put off the old man with his deeds and you've put on the new man, listen to this, who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. You are created according to the image of God. God doesn't look at you just like, oh well, there's David. I'm I'm created according to his image. His specifications. His design manual. His, they can be this tall, this wide, this short. He can have this kind of color hair. No hair, some hair. I'm losing it here, but I'm getting it in my ears. I don't understand it. (laughs) And you've put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created you. Do you know that God wants you to increase in knowledge? God wants you to increase in knowledge. It says you've been created, renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. And then in verse 9 of chapter 2, for in him, talking about Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So get a picture of this. In him, Jesus dwells. So, so in this physical body of Jesus, and finite being, we are finite in our, our hands and everything, our physical being. In him, in that finite being, dwells the infinite Creator. Dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Man, you are a little dynamo. Don't just limit what you can do based on what you think your hands can do. Limit what you can do based on what His Word says. You have inside of you dynamite, power. Inside of you, it says that we 
are complete in him. So for in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him. Who is head, oh I like this, who is the head of all principality and power. So cancer is not the head. I'm expecting and I am believing, and you can jump on this with me, I encourage you to do that. I am expecting and I am believing that Winona, myself, and any one of you will walk into a room and the sound of your voice will cause cancer to flee. That is what I'm expecting. Because I carry the image of God in me and he is head over all principalities. Any disease is not king. He is king. Any depression... Suicidal thoughts do not govern. The king governs. And you can say, I have been created after him image. I, I am his workmanship. He doesn't make defective pieces. He doesn't have a recall program. He made me perfect in him. It says I am complete in Christ. You were created in his image. So there's some of you, and I shared already that I prayed and I, I believe God literally wiped your slate clean. I believe he wiped your thoughts clean. But I want to tell you, you can do that yourself. You can walk into a room, into a space, and you carry his presence with you because it's in you. You are complete in him. So you can walk into a space and you can look at that space and you can say, God, what are you doing here? And you can take doctor's reports. And I thank God for doctors. <laughs> Believe you me. I thank God for the chemotherapy. That's a miracle from God. That's a healing that I'm believing is from God. But I'm going for more. Sister Louise this week had a report. I mean, you don't plan for these reports. And the doctor said, the one mass was... Three cubic centimeters, which is what it should be. Basically the size of your pinky finger. And the other ovary was 65 cc. 20 times. She had one test so far that has come... Well, the tests that she's had have come back clean. Not indicative of any cancer. But he... I mean, he sits there and he's got to say, there's a 90% chance. Well, there's a 10% chance it's not. And the 10% is the God percent. And so far, I mean, there's still more tests and things to happen. But I'm believing you're whole and you're healed. 
Ariana, you're whole. You're healed. Declare that. Look in the mirror. Literally, look in the mirror. Take a cloth. Wipe that mirror and say, I am whole. Who here needs to have that confession? If you need that confession, raise your hand. Sheila, Kathy, Jason, Krista, Leona, Linda, Heather, uh, Kathy. Look in the mirror and say, I am created in His image. And I am, a, His image is above all principalities and powers. His image does not concede to cancer or concede to depression or concede to autism or concede to uh, suicidal thoughts or concede to Down syndrome. Or no, His image is above all, is higher than all, and that's where I'm created and that's who I stand in and that's who I am like. He just told me, David, this week, he just said, David, think about you're created in my image. So if I can leave you with anything this morning, if you want to write down any notes, I'll give you three notes. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. That's note number one. Genesis 1, 26 and 27. Note number two. Ephesians 2.10. Note number 3. Colossians 3.9 and 10. Note number 4. Colossians 2.9. And just read those. And declare them. Speak them. Look in the mirror. Look at somebody and say, I'm created in His image. I mean, the master creator. <laughs> I am created from the master creator. I resemble the best. I resemble the best. That's who I'm created after. I am not created inferior. I am not created by someone who is inferior. I am not created by somebody who needs updates every three months. I am not created by something that has a shelf life. I am not created by something that got only 75% on a test. I am created by the King of Kings. I am created by the Master of the Universe. I am created by the one who answers every single test 100%. I am created by the one who makes the tests and gives the knowledge for the tests. That's who I'm created after. He's above all. Just when you think you've got all, He's above that. I don't have a huge conclusion. My conclusion is, you are created in His image. 
I want to give anybody here that does not know Christ as their Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to get to know Him. I want you to get to know your Creator. So if everybody could close your eyes for a moment. I'm going to ask for hands. You're not going to have to come up front. I'm going to ask you just to raise your hands. If you do not know Jesus, who we are created in, in Christ Jesus, If you want to get to know him, it says that we, with our heart we believe and with our mouth we confess. I want you to raise your hand right now and I'm going to pray for you. If you want to get to know him. Amen. I'm going to pray. I'd like everybody to join me in a verbal confirmation, just a short, simple prayer, but I'd like everybody to join me. Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ came to conquer and defeat the enemy and that he is your son. And I confess that I need Him in my life. Would you come and cleanse me? Would you come and let me know you as my Creator? Today, is day number one in the new me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. This week, this week, walk around, convince yourself I'm made in His image. Convince yourself I am made in His image. God bless you. Have a great week. Bless somebody today. Bless somebody this week.